Hi guys, this is Grizz and welcome to a mindful moment. Today I'm going to get on the topic of the power of the supermind. I want to tell you guys a story. The once upon a time was a community of eagles on a beautiful mountain range. They were carefree and happy, finding abundance of natural fruits in the surrounding woods and steams. Their days went spent soaring and enjoying the peaceful pleasures. But down on the prairie, there dwelled a band of crows. You can call them merchants by occupations. The crows had invested their money in growing low-grade corn, looking around for the potential customers. They spotted the high-flying eagles. That's it, the crows decided. Let's sell them the corn was the battle cry of the crows. The crows wrapped the corn in glittering packages to get the eagles to buy it. But most importantly of all, one crow was considerably successful in selling corn to convince the eagles that they needed it. It was an absolute must. The crows persuaded the eagles to buy. Without that, they would be lonely, loveless, and lost. They convinced the eagles, the crows. This was a good starting place to load them with false sense of guilt. Just make them feel guilty over ignoring our corn, and we got them, the crows insisted. The eagles were intelligent enough, but, but somewhat careless in their thinking. They were cautious at first not to buy the corns from the crows. The corns looked pretty good. A couple of the eagles persisted. Besides, it saves the efforts of hunting around on their own. The other eagles talked among themselves. So the eagles soared less flew less, dropped down the cornfields more and more. Of course, the less they flew, the less they felt like flying. Growing weak in their wings, they had to hop awkwardly above the ground. This led to frequent collisions with others, followed by quarreling amongst the eagles about buying the corn not buying the corn most of them agreed to buy the corn and fly less but there was one eagle whose eyesight also gave him him gave him a lot of insight he sensed something very wrong about the whole situation besides the corn just didn't taste right the eagle said to the other eagles who was wise when he tried to persuade his friends to return to the mountains and fly, the crows ridiculed him, made him seem like a fool and a troublemaker. Believing the crows, the eagles decided to ignore the wise, fool, the wise eagle and follow along with the crows and buy the corn. So the more the, co the corn the crows peddled, the more corn 
the eagles swallowed, but somehow had now happened to one lofty king of a bird. They complained a lot. They were nervous and irritable. They felt they lost something. They were nervous and could not shake the feeling that something was really wrong by buying the corn and flying less. Even though once in a while they remembered the mountains, their homes, how to fly, but they forgot how to. They couldn't remember how to get back up. So they sullied on their existence, hoping for something better to turn up, a new solution to the fact that they couldn't fly anymore. Growing tired of all of it, the keen-eyed, wise eagle studied himself carefully, discovering his wings again. He tried them out. They worked. So off he flew back to the mountains from Dawn to sunset, he soared above the world, carefree and happy. And this story is just to tell you exactly how man is. We grow tired of it all, can't fly and always try to find natural freedom and happiness within. And that's what our super mind is. The exalt state of the amazing supermind, since it's necessary to select a single word to indicate our higher self and cover what the supermind is, I'm just going to tell you that the definition of our supermind is not complex and it's not difficult. I mean, our mental faculties, which is above and beyond condition of human thought, it is the same thing as of our awareness and consciousness. It is your true self that I'm speaking of. The state of the supermind cannot be described with one word, and I can't actually tell you that it's not easy to figure out how to work and have the supermind work for you. But I'm just going to tell you that the supermind is free of all negative conditioning. It has no fear, no painful craving, no doubts. It's everything needed to be known for a successful life, and it is happy. The conditioned mind is the part of us which has been influenced and molded since birth. It has acquired massive opinions, belief, contradictions about ourself, mechanical reactions, and of all with gets, with, which gets us into trouble. Our conditioned mind does not represent a man's basic belief. Therefore, man cannot and must must, we must break away from all these false illusions about ourselves. Our everyday mind can start with the search for new life, but sooner or later we must rise above it and embrace our supermind, which is our higher self. We now come to what is perhaps the, the, the most trickiest trap set in the path of our spiritual pilgrim. The assumption that we are conditioned, thinking to find the truth of reality is really impossible, it's just a false illusion. The everyday mind, although conditioned to 
see limits, false beliefs about ourselves, is like a collie dog tied to a post, not knowing our true potential because we have a chain around our neck. The ordinary mind consists of stored up memories of facts. It knows only the old habitual ways, the routines that we have guided our life with. Now this is good and necessary when we want to conduct our business or cook for a dinner for, you know, we can call a simple recipe or a memory of fact. But any attempt to use our mechanical minds to penetrate the spiritual world would always fail even if it appears to self to succeed. Genuine spirituality means to break into the unknown, the unconditioned. And this is why so many of us seekers fail. They inwardly and fearfully resist the unknown mysteries of reality and prefer the false assumption, the security or familiar words that, or these false beliefs can make us whole. Just to repeat, I got to tell you that the super mind has nothing to do with storing up memorized ideas, including those spiritual matters. If we are wrong about spiritual matters, having dozens of college degrees, we are just a definition, a construct, a social construct, a belief about ourselves. You got to listen to the vital principle that we must not make imaginary assumptions as to the nature of ourselves, our supermind, our higher self, which we are. We are limitless, but you chain yourself to believe that you're not. You allow yourself to validate these assumptions. Such assumptions will spring from old minds and will produce another old picture, another repetitive cycle that you're just on a hamster wheel repeating the same thing, doing the same movie over in your mind. We must protect. You've got to protect yourself, my friends. We must guard against seeing what we merely wish to see and think about ourselves as a false illusion when in reality we are limitless. You've got to assume nothing about our higher self any more than you would assume the nature of a countryside you intend to visit that you've never visited before. You will not tell yourself false illusions about yourselves. You will not accept the old beliefs about yourself. Today is the present day and you will live for today. Yesterday does not exist. You do not have a DeLorean, my friend. You can't go back in time and change something and fix something, but you don't have to replay it in your mind either. Tomorrow is the future. It doesn't exist either. You have no idea about the future problems that in reality may not occur. So you should not assume anything about your higher self. You have to understand to break free, you have to have determination and you must examine yourself. One of the first results about changing the way you see yourself is that you have to understand the conditionings that the conditionings that you hold yourself to you have to break free from a victim mentality and see yourself as strong you have to break away from the validations and the power you gave away to others 
the false belief people told you about yourself. You have to let go of fear. Fear can't exist. For, for, for you to rise, you have to break away from fear and the ordinary mind and take in your higher self. It is, if a child, think of it like this. If you had a child run towards home at night and mistaking a tree for a hovering ghost, if he, the child, dismisses his fears and imagination, he would see that the tree is just a tree and he would stop running. When we see false appearance as false, we find home wherever we are because we're not afraid. We found the bliss of joy, having no fear about the things that we think are true about ourselves. It's really delightful to discover another world exists far above from our petty desires and demands of the outside world and seek comfort in the inside of ourselves. Then comes a great relief long sought for everyone somehow suspects that his basic problem is the kind of mental world we live in. We used to think that the problem was the harsh work of other people's handed to us. But as you awaken, we saw that our own attitude created the harsh world we think we live in. Upon his destruction built the new. You have to destroy those old constructs. Don't be afraid to play through life. Retire from heavy thoughts. Take everything with lightheartedness and wisdom. We're heavy because we think we must make an impression and gain something by, by suiting ourselves off to be something or a mode of something that would impress someone else. When we need no impression, we don't need to impress anyone but ourselves. In spite of everything, to be a real human being, we have to try to see this, try to feel it with all of our heart to break away. Then you will know what it means to make the world your plaything. We see that is when we first detect that our mind is just habitual. It only knows what you tell it or what you lead it to believe is true. Imagine yourself approaching the border of a country you are eager to visit. But upon reaching the border, you are blocked. There's a pole across the road. Guards demand your passport. Various rules demand and deny your entrance. What ruins your journey? Man-made regulations and boundaries that do not grant you access to that country which you wish to see? But there are no such barriers. There's only challenges that you must overcome to see that country. Bars seem to be there, but they don't exist. Man-made ideas and restrictions which we adopt while unaware can be dropped. By realizing this, anyone can enter this new nation within himself. You got to understand, we live in two worlds at the same time. You really live in two worlds. We refer to them as the inner and outer world. To understand these two worlds is to be free of the constructs. 
and to have strength within ourselves. You live in the outer world of the physical body and other people will, will just simply assume that this has to do with other people, the reality of the world, your home, your finances, government, travels, materialistic possessions. But you also dwell in the inner world of your thoughts, your feelings, your desires, your insight, your curiosity, and others. Your inner world of your thoughts, feeling, desires, and insight, and curiosities is what you truly are. You must place your inner world first in order to understand your outer world. You must ask yourself, why? Why do I need to understand the inner spiritual, you know, nation that I am barred against? Well, because... The inner controls and determines your outer world. It's simple as that. However you perceive your inner world is how you perceive your outer world. If you think bad about yourself inwardly, you're going to see the world as bad, scary, worrisome, always out to get you. However, let's see how you connect your future. And if you understand that to plan ahead... And to know your inner world will explain your outer world. If you learn to calm the demons that you call as the truth and you think yourself as, then you understand that inside I can calm them, kill them, and decide that this is all false. You limit your possibilities in life by constricting and by putting labels on yourself. I am this. I'll have this when I have this. I am happy if I earn this. I'm envious because my friend has this. Oh, that person, I don't like them. They're just this and that. Labels, 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 labels. And you constantly label yourself, label yourself as good or bad when reality is just a word. There's no good. There's no bad. There's just happiness. There's just love. So, I just want to let you know that pain comes with trying to fit in your outer world, trying to mold yourself so people will accept you. People will be like, ah, this person is quote unquote normal. This person is okay. You don't need any validations. The painful problem of making daily decisions is just understanding your two worlds. Abolish the torment within yourself. On the physical plane, it's necessary to make decisions, yes. But these needs not shouldn't bother us. We can follow the desire of the moment in selecting what is suited to our inner world, what makes us happy. No decisions need to be put in the outer world to cons- to find the heaven, the happiness, the happiness well. That's, that you have dwelling inside. When you actually start to get in the right things of life and understand that your inner, in your, in your inner world has dictated your outer world, you start to realize that you are responsible for your happiness and you are in total control. When you realize you live in these two worlds, 
simultaneous like just just realize there are two worlds and you give preference to your inner world first you will be at home in both worlds if you have a shitty experience you can only blame so many people or situations for your shitty experience but when you realize shitty experiences have no bearing on your internal happiness and you are free. The true purpose of life is just understanding this. Life is like an impractical dreamer. I, I just really want you guys to understand that it's an illusion. Everything you cling on to and you label yourself is just an illusion. But you probably wonder how can you create the desire to be free, right, from this? How can I be free from sadness, worry, fear? Well, you need to create it. You know you already have it. You just got to practice on honing in and finding your heaven within, finding the peace that you sought out. Finding the missing puzzle is really hard to do, right? What can make me complete? The first thing you have to do is cast away the ideas that you are something. You're, you're, you're this, you're that. I'm, you know, take those labels away. Strip away everything you thought you were and start questioning yourself don't worry about landslides of principles given to you you know just take it day by day baby steps by baby steps nothing confuses me more than my goal in life (laughs) i know kind of crazy right well in reality in your outer world you have goals to be an industrial executive, an artist, a traveler. It makes no difference. In your inner world, you never think you have any goals other than return to your natural self of being happy. Nothing can determine your happiness, but just be in the moment. Be in the moment. That is the only goal which you have to do to make a difference. If you take nothing away from me, just understand that there are two worlds you live in. And slowly and surely, I'm going to show you and guide you to find that inner peace. But from this lecture, just like the eagles bought the corn from the, the crows, you yourself are buying a false illusion If you think that you are typecast into one role, when you in reality are limitless, it's not easy. It's really hard to detox from the world, the outer world, and learn the inner world. Because when you finally realize that you are your own source of happiness and that nothing you can typecast yourself, nothing you can buy, nothing that you can achieve in life can make you happy, then you realize that 
crap, why am I making myself unhappy? Why am I giving my power away? Why am I allowing my outside world to dictate my inner world? Be an observer. Observe the world. Observe people. People live in their heads. They have their own stories, their own typecast, their own roles, their own goals, their own beliefs, their own restrictions, their own good or bad, their own labels, their own definitions that they put themselves to make them feel worthy. But baby, listen, no one can tell you in your inner world what you can be. It's limitless. You can be anything you want, but it's not easy because it takes observation. Observe your fellow man. Observe yourself. Do not react. Emotions are not controlling you. You control your emotions. So observe the world and observe yourself and ask yourself. Sit in silence and ask yourself, hmm, why do I feel this way? Have I been told this by someone else? Is this a story I keep replaying in my head? Am I accepting people who are toxic in my life and allowing them to validate negative beliefs as I take on? When you realize that nothing in the outer world can make you happy, you start to make peace with those demons and cast away all those definitions. So just observe, ask yourself questions, don't label yourself as good or bad because it does not exist. You just are. Find internal peace. Create and cultivate a garden inside your heart and protect it from toxicity, from negativity, from anything the outer world may say you are. And it's not an easy process to cast away everything and that you believe you are. I never said it was easy. With practice and time, you start to understand that you are free. And you only allow what can enter into your garden, your inner world. If it's something awful, I don't want it in my garden. I just want the best for myself. And that's what I want for you. I want the best. Because I was trapped in a false illusion that my outer world dictated my inner. When in reality, you only create that. You create your inner and it reflects your outer. I hope everyone stays well and love and light to everyone. I love you very much and I wish you peace and harmony and serenity. And just remember, the only person that can dictate how you feel is your inner world.